girls in the club, they're getting wild for me And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me These rap cats, man, they all got this style for me And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me And when this beat drop, I know they gon' lean World debut, I know they gon' fiend Everything Mississippi to the Palm Springs Girls from brunettes down to blonde queens These young boys don't know what a Don mean I'm just a bad boy gone clean that was a snippet of Welcome Back by Mace. I am Stacy, And I am Adila. Welcome to our podcast, A Seat at Our Table, Present and Black. All right, today we're going to do a deep breathing exercise. So if you are able, go ahead and take a deep breath in through your nose. Exhale through the mouth. Another deep inhale in through your nose. Exhale through the mouth. Another deep inhale in through your nose. Exhale through the mouth. One more deep inhale in through your nose. Breathing in love and positivity and out of negativity through the mouth. And with that, we say, I am in control. I am in control. Alrighty then. Let's get into this week's isms. What's yours? Let me yawn real quick. Sorry. And I asked you while I saw you doing it. And that's my fault. Disrespectful. I apologize. <laughs> I will go first. Um, okay, go ahead. My yawn's over now. <laughs> um, so mine is car duster. So I don't know if I talked about this before, but whatever. Oh. I keep a car duster in my car because okay. I don't know if your vehicle gets dusty. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, y'all. Grocery delivery, COVID living. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know if your vehicle gets dusty. Just... It just dust it just be dust everywhere right. so I keep a um, duster in my car so I can dust off the dashboard um that thing in the middle what do you call it the console the, center the console, console. Mm-hmm. and everything in the driver passenger side just to keep it looking clean well, I don't want to say pristine but clean because that dust it's a it's like night and day uh-huh. and then you dust it I get out next day I go back and the dust is, <laughs> has returned but I keep a duster in my car interesting I should probably start to do that because my car also gets dusty and I will just like, if, when I notice it, I'll just take my hand and wipe off whatever I see. Or like, if I have a napkin, I'm like, okay, cool. Or um, a wet wipe. I used to have like back, back when I was like single and young and gave a damn about my vehicles. I used to have dashboard wipes. Mm-hmm. and um, they used to sell those at like AutoZone or whatever and little microfiber things and so I would make sure to like wipe my dash off I don't do that mm-hmm. shit no more because there's like food crusted in my car seats and I'm like whatever it's the kids but um I feel you I used to do that all the time and my husband is always really he'll get in here and he's like how can you breathe all the dust whatever we let, we let down the windows in my car <laughs> I think but I feel you. It does. I don't know why it gets so dusty inside of your vehicle. It's 
the weirdest place for dust to accumulate? maybe it's not dust maybe it's like dead skin cells it could be in that small confined space mm-hmm. absolutely that's it nasty be. it is mm. but the duster takes care of them yeah now i'm gonna have to go get a duster because then my kids are just breathing in dead skin. but they're used to it now now if you change things up they be like mom what's going on it doesn't feel right is that air <laughs> <Yeah>. fresh <laughs> so <laughs> What are the extra? Why are there not extra particles in the air? Like <laughs> That's so nasty. Hey, what they say, you let kids get, get exposed to stuff to strengthen their immune system. Yeah. Good job, mom. <laughs> I know, right? This is this is parenting. So I'm so I'm winning. Um, so I will get a car duster. Thank you for that. I'm going to order one from Amazon. Um, my ism this week is or early morning runs. So now that I'm not pregnant anymore, I am getting my like early morning energy back. And uh, what was that face? Oh, was, okay. I'm listening to you. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting my morning energy back. And I was up, this, uh, I've been up like in the mornings. And I love like that silence in the morning when it's like the sun is like just coming up and like the birds are still kind of asleep. And I've been like going outside and I'm like, I gotta get back to my runs. Cause that, that used to be just such a like a nice time. I mean, here there's fucking mosquitoes, but like in general, just that crisp morning air and just you and your Apple music, or back then I was listening to, to Google music, but you and my plate, me and my playlist and the pavement and the crisp, crisp morning air. Ugh, it made my heart sing. I mean, I can't get my fat ass out there right now, right now and run after I get cleared by the doctor, I'm gonna try to get back out there. But man, I was just like, I miss that, the, like, I don't think like people who don't run don't really like understand the love, like the passion that being. I, I mean, I used to run like five miles and people would be like, how are you still out there? And I'm like, I just lost track of time. You just be out there having a good time. But it ended like when you try to walk, it's not the same. It has to be like a jog or like mm-hmm. that runner's high is like no other drug. It's amazing. So that's my ism for this week is morning runs, like early morning. And I'm going to get back to them as soon as I get cleared from the doctor. I ordered me some uh, running shoes and everything. I'm excited. Awesome. Are you going to do it with the stroller? You know how they have the two strollers I think. Right. So those are not cheap. I looked for one and my father in heaven, like, I don't know if it's because we don't usually use those as more of a like <laughs> melanin deficient thing. And that's why they're so expensive. But they want—they want like six hundred dollars for the damn strollers. Um, um, engineering, get two and put them together with a rope. Girl, look, because I was like, look, maybe Zola's gonna have to walk. <laughs> I'm like, come on, girl, keep up. <laughs> like, mommy, you're going too fast. <laughs> but I was like. It's ridiculous. I mean, once you go from like a single to a double, everything kind of like jumps. But 
I looked for the little joggers with the with the double seats, and they they want all your money. And then you gotta buy like the weather resistant stuff because you're running so quickly, so the wind can hit the baby. So you gotta get it's just so many accessories and things you have to purchase in order to make it a viable option. And I'm just like, maybe I just need to get get up while they're asleep and they daddy at home and I can go and get back. Yeah. <laughs> or here's my idea: while you're out there running, he can have them in the car, and he can be like riding on the side while you're running just so everybody's together you know everybody gets the exercise in. i know i want my own time okay well then yeah leave him home it's for <laughs> me because yeah mm-mm. I, and i like the solitude which is part of the early morning thing because like nobody's outside i remember when i lived in la i used to run like it would be like Med- medical professionals that I would see on the road, like the buses weren't even running that early. It was mm-hmm. ugh, solitude. Anyway, that's my ism. I love it. I miss it. I'm getting back to it. And if I can find me a sponsor, I'm gonna get me a stroller, and then the babies can come with me. Maybe I'll see if I can get a grant. They have money grants. Y'all have sidewalks, right? Nope. I have to go to a park. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. That's like, that's a thing down here too that I did not know. Like only some subdivisions have sidewalks because it's like a whole development thing. Girl, the sidewalks when I was growing up was like the standard. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was like a luxury, but whatever. Anywho, I digress. All right. I think that wraps up this week's isms. Let's get into our ramblings. So I was telling Stacey earlier, I couldn't find um, a video that was not Fox and I don't want to play their video. So we're going to talk about this vaccine mandate. So what I was reading is that Biden is doing like a silent shutdown and requiring restaurants to um, have their employees vaccinated. And then employ or and then restaurants are mandating vaccines from um, patrons who come to their businesses. And now there are lots of like negative responses to this mandate. And apparently 24 states are trying to sue the government because that's, you know, it's causing them more money to have to get everybody vaccinated. And then people aren't people who don't want to get vaccinated are, are losing their jobs. And so the employment rates, unemployment rates are going up. And so it's just causing so many, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Inconveniences for everybody. Um, and so these, you know, these states have gotten together to, you know, to sue. And what I found really interesting was that, like, I remember Biden saying, that it was unconstitutional to mandate somebody put something into their bodies. And so then how do you turn around, you know, months later and say, you know what, absolutely, let's go ahead and mandate people put things into their bodies, even though that's, you know, that's your person and that's your right, so what have you. And so I, I, I find it really frustrating. And so I wanted to talk about it, talk about, you know, the government's position, what we thought about it. And um, just get your take on everything. And I have a few other questions here I wanted to talk about. So based off of just the the silent shutdown and the mandate for um, 
for restaurants or restaurant and establishments to, to vaccinate their employees. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think it's time with a side of foolery. Um, I know New York already has the, what they call an Excelsior pass. Mm-hmm. Which is, you have to do that or you show your vaccine card. Mm-hmm. If you want to, in their words, experience New York, like for indoor venues, like if you want to go to a restaurant, a movie theater, um, whatever is like indoor, mm-hmm. I was like, New York, you trash. That's why I ain't like going there in the first place. Um, so, you know, obviously I will be going out there, but they've already implemented that. That was a while ago though. Like mm-hmm. they did that. And I first heard it, I was like, that's some trash, but mm. um. I think it's ridiculous if you ask me and to your point where you said he was like oh it's unconstitutional and now he's doing it listen the enemy will contradict himself left and right Hmm. so I personally think this is like some spiritual stuff going on here so Hmm. that's why I say that um yeah it's stupid thankfully my state hasn't done it yet right and our governor, <laughs> he's a thug. He's not a thug. He is a G. Like, if you just hear the way it's how some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth, <laughs> like, what? But hey, that's how, that's how they do it around yonder. Um, he was like, he said something one day. He was like, if paying higher taxes is not your thing, then this isn't the state for you. Something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, what does it get lost? be honest so yeah I think it's ridiculous I don't agree with it because um people are going to find a way around it as always Mm -hmm. I don't think the answer is forcing an an agenda political agenda in my opinion on people to it's not the right thing to do but maybe it is the answer for their agenda hmm I can see that okay that makes sense so yes and I guess it just it just makes me sad that we've gotten to a place where in a in a in a world or a space where we're supposed to be free to do with ourselves as we as we will, they're trying to set such unconstitutional and unrealistic expectations for people. Just like I, it it hurts my heart that this is where we are. And this is why I don't leave my house because ain't nobody got time for the foolishness out there. And you, that's what's another, maybe that's on the agenda. So I'll wait. What? For that comment. What are you about to say? No, it's number F, letter F. So wait, I'll wait. Okay. So yes, we know it's unconstitutional. They're doing it anyway. Like it's it's a political agenda. I think, I think that you're absolutely right. There's there's some spiritual warfare going on here as well. Um, and I think that the government, like you said, they contradict themselves all the time, literally in the same sentences sometimes. <laughs> and so I'm not even surprised that, you know, everyone, everyone was like, oh, Biden is a better choice or whatever. And I think a politician is a politician, just like they say, the devil is a devil, the li- a liar is a liar. People don't change. People are who they are. And politicians are liars. <laughs> and I just, that, that is my opinion and I'm sticking with it. And so I'm not surprised at all that this is what he's doing. And also he has to, I mean, grand scheme of things, they're trying to police a situation that's really unknown. And really all that we need to do is just shut everything down for a while and be at home and let this thing get under control because every other country did that and they're fine. 
So I don't understand why America can't do it. But that, anyway, I do it. Um, so my next thing is having the vaccine mandate, having your vaccination card, being made to present a card. Like you said, what is it that girl is not Excelsior? What did you say the mandate what they was? Call it. You said it right. It's okay. I was just like, I've been watching way too many um, Sword in the Stone movies. So I was like, that is Excalibur. Anyway. <laughs> the, the, um, vaccine passport. Right. So the vaccine, having the vaccine passport to travel, to dine, to be out in the world. I feel like, well, I feel it is a huge HIPAA violation because I'm like, you shouldn't have to be out and um, demonstrate your health status to anybody right but also I can see the flip side where it's like okay if we're trying to get this thing under control we want to be safe but why not just mandate masks and then you don't have to show your status am I making mm-hmm. sense you look confused no God, I, you, it makes sense so I, I I just I think it's a huge violation of people's personal information and, and a HIPAA violation as well what do you think um, so I know that's that talk has been going around. Oh, it's unconstitutional. It's a violation, mm-hmm. but it depends on who you ask because you know how they'll change a law in a second or enact Ooh. something in a second, and then yeah. oh, it's legal now. So, and it's an emergency. That's that was Biden's last, the last thing I watched that I, as far as I could stomach. It's an emergency. So I'm doing these emergency executive orders. Like me, um, so. Mm-hmm listening to healthcare providers and some are like, yeah, it's not a HIPAA violation. And some like it is, and I'm not taking the time to go and read the HIPAA laws. That's a lot of pages. Um, (laughs) And I don't need to, I need to, but I'm not doing it right now. I I don't know because both sides of the argument, it sounds valid, Mm -hmm. but then that's probably the whole point. Um, I don't know. I gosh, now I got to go find out. Because HIPAA can't disclose your health status, mm-hmm. right? Right. A health status showing you have a vaccine isn't a health status. It's just showing you have a vaccine. It is you your health status because... You, no, it, it's your health status because that's your personal information. When you go and get your... Um, so when you're a kid and you get vaccines, that's a... It's a HIPAA violation if that doctor's office shares your vaccine records and they don't have your consent. If they share and they don't have your consent, but what happens mm-hmm. if you share you by way of giving your own so consent? I can share my information like if I choose to, but being forced to do so is a violation of my right, which is a HIPAA violation. So that's like, if you, if you got vaccinated, um, you know, if you got the school vaccinate vaccinations and I got them and I don't want to share, but you want to share and they make me share, that's a violation on HIPAA rights. Cause I didn't sign my, my, my um, information over to you. Mm-hmm. I can see that. But that's, that's with like anything. That's like, if we were to tell people, oh, you need to, um, you need to inform everybody of your STD status or you need to inform everybody of your health, you know, if you have high blood pressure, cholesterol, like whatever, that that's people's personal information. And no one is, um, no one has a right to access that, in mm-hmm. my opinion. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I'm sure there's some fine print or there's some sentences worded in such a way that it leaves it open for interpretation. Like, because yeah. that's what do, right? And that's probably where people are arguing. There's a dis- disconnect, not a disconnect, like that. Oh, gosh, why can't my, my brain cells work? <laughs> you Separation? That, that convert, that there's not even conversion. It's, yeah, that's, a, yeah, what you said. Y'all, I'm smart. It's like early. I'm sorry. It is. So what? <laughs> I feel the same way. And I've had coffee. <laughs> yeah, my brain cells like they was like it's right there, but I'm not gonna give you all the letters. I'm sitting here trying to play figure it out in my head. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I'm sitting here like playing charades. Right. Golly. So yeah, um, the different arguments on each side, I'm like. I don't know. I know personally, I don't want to share it. Like, don't ain't none of your business because no. they're going to be people who, as we've seen, mm-hmm. for, for, dang, forge. forging. Mm-hmm. I was forging right there with stuff, And it means nothing because if anybody can go and forge it, okay, you're safe. Come in, breathe on everybody. Yep. Like, what's the point? And, t- and you said something earlier about just shut everything down and mandate va- masks. Um, you know, people can't. You, people were falling to pieces from the first shutdown. If this would last any longer, and I think that's why they did this, they probably would have burned the country down because people are ridiculous. That's oh my because... gosh, I can't get my hair done. Like, I saw this white lady who was in the car and she was mad that she could not go to the hair salon. And in my head, I'm like, boo, that ain't, it don't matter. You can go get your hair done, but you still going to look how you look. Right. If <laughs> you, you know die, it doesn't matter if, if your hair is done. It, yeah. And it was, I'm like, but that was so petty and just small. Like you mad because you can't get your hair done. Mm-hmm. How about being upset because you can't go get groceries for your family? Mm-hmm. How about being upset because you just can't take your kid or yourself to the doctor when you're sick because you're scared? Be upset about something with substance, not... I can't get my hair done. What? But then you're asking people to be decent human beings. And we all know that that is not logical. <laughs> it was so frustrating when I saw that. This was last year. And she was in the car. She was going hard. Like she had her strongly held beliefs that she should be able to go to her salon and get her hair did. I was like, oh, she's so chill. But then Adila, when you say mandates, where's the line? And that's where the, a lot of the argument is like you, you give an inch, they're going to take a mile. They're trying to see how far they're going to be able to go without and how much pushback they're going to get. So you mandate one thing that opens the door to mandate everything else. But I think, okay, so there's a very, there's a difference in mandating wearing, that's like you have to wear clothes outside. Maybe I want to, maybe I want a free ball. Maybe that's the life I want to live. But there is a mandate, there's a law that says that I have to put clothes over this body or I will get a ticket for indecent exposure. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Same people with the mask. There is a law or a mandate or whatever you want to call it in place that says that in order to, to, in order to be out in public, you need to put a mask on your face. Right? So if you, and so here's the thing, if I want to go out in public, 
then I put the piece of cloth on my face. If I don't want to put on the piece of cloth, put the um, cloth on my face, then I don't go outside. Bam, simple. Now, putting something in my body <laughs> is something completely different. Can't go make me ingest some shit, you know, or you know, take a vaccine like that. I think it's completely different. But because you can be naked at home, but if I get the vaccine, I'm vaccinated all the time. And that that's in my body. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I think is the huge difference. Like you can mend, I don't, and that's where I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, well, you know, how far is too far? It's a it's a fucking piece of uh, it just people are so stupid. Because <laughs> I'm just like, it's just it's it goes over your face. It's just, it's like in other countries you know, women aren't allowed to show their hair to men behind that are men that aren't their husbands. It's a man, it's a mandate. It's, it's something that they didn't say you had to cut the shit off. They said, they said, don't show it to nobody. That ain't your man. Like it's, I just feel and like it's, uh, huh? That's suppressive. Right. For then that example, it's suppressive. Like, who are you to tell me that I can and cannot show my hair? Well, it's but a religious it's, view as well. Yeah, but, and yes. it's impressive, in my opinion. Yes, um. <laughs> I, yes, but I guess my whole thing was it doesn't alter your genetic makeup or your health in any way. I get you. Like, I totally get your I that argument. extreme like connection, but I understand. I get the argument. I also get the other arguments. I don't, you're very understanding because I don't understand. Like it, the, not, I don't get it. Where do you where do you stop them? Because once you it's, open when it's door, altering your body, I get that. But once you open the door, you start off with something small, right? And it's like the small things that are happening that you probably aren't really paying attention to. Like, oh, this is so good for us. And then you know the government; they're gonna come in and slide something sneaky in. And you're not going to realize it's happening because you've already been conditioned to accept them saying, oh, we care about your health all of a sudden, which that's weird. Um, we care about you and this is for your health. And they create all of these fearful, fear mongering situations to make you believe like, oh my gosh, something's wrong. We have to listen to you. So I get both sides. I understand what you're saying. Like, I don't think it's a problem. Put the darn mask on, even though I know it's uncomfortable for some. And I've realized that some people really have a hard time functioning in that. I, I, I thought it was poppycock until like I realized it. Like, oh, that's the thing. Y'all really are struggling here. Um, I think it's a minor inconvenience for a greater good personally, but I do understand both sides of the, the argument. But anything the government has its hands in is probably wrong. Like, I guess I'm ignorant to that then because I'm just like, I, I don't see the other side because I, it's like I said, it's an, alter, it's an alteration. And I wish I could be more like you and be open-minded. I guess I just, I'm like. You see oh. your way and that's what you believe. In those not, other- not even just my way, but I just like, to, I, I just need, it needs to make sense in my mind. But. They say, <laughs> this is what they say, it doesn't alter your DNA. What, <laughs> wearing a mask? Well, if I'm putting something in my body, it does. I'm just saying what they say. The vaccine does not alter your DNA. It doesn't have any live virus in it. 
and it, it was one of those mRNA things. I mean, well, like, then how does it work if it doesn't have a live virus in it? Thank you, because I was like, I don't, I don't know. But the are people getting sick from it, if it is, girl, good night. I listen. I just know what they put out there for us to see and consume. Like it does something to your RNA. It builds up something. I I read it and I don't remember the details of it. Like poppycock. Yeah, I'm just like I don't know, but I don't want it because. And listening to that, it, it makes me think. I was thinking the other day, like people believe what they believe, and they go hard for it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people who, you know, all these sensational stories that somebody passed away and on their deathbed they were like i wish i would have gotten the vaccine yes i'm like and that's what they're peddling they're pushing that forward yep and people are like sharing this as if it means something as Mm -hmm. if like you don't even know what they you know what they told you you don't know what they could have had like cancer and die and just happen to have covid at the same time Mm -hmm. or it could have been something different. And you know what they said earlier, they were just marking everything as COVID. If you died in the hospital during that time, it was COVID. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is why you have to get the vaccine. People were regretting like these people, please stop. But they believe that so strongly. And they believe that this vaccine is going to be the answer Mm -hmm. for us coming out of it. And like my mind gets boggled from that because I just like, how do you, huh but it's you don't see it admit mm, it's how i feel because i can't develop a sentence um and it goes the same way so they believe that the vaccine then you have the other side of the the aisle who believes like no this ain't something ain't right about this yeah so you're arguing your point but people feel strongly about it and it's just like where do we how do we get everybody on the same page should we get everybody on the same page I don't know. And I'm not a politician and all my answers aren't right. And I haven't done all the research that's out there, but I just, I know that, I know that there has to be a way to get us past this point. We're coming up on two years of this shit. And there's like, to me, there's gotta be an answer and we're just not using it. Oh, there's an answer in my opinion. It's just, that's not, the answer isn't the agenda, part of their agenda. You have a lot of doctors out here. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a lot in the medical community who will not get that vaccine because, you know, they might know something. But there's a doctors out here that who they're talking about natural immunity. And I don't know if you heard about the guy who sued. Um, oh. because he was, he's a lawyer actually. <laughs> and he sued because he's like, I'm not getting that. I have natural immunity that will protect me. And he won his case. This was recent. And I'm like, okay, great. This is going to open doors for everybody else to claim, you know, once you've had it, you have that natural immunity. Why are we getting a vaccine? And there's doctors out here, medical professionals, because people think that those, they have all the answers and they say it, it must be true. Um, Who say, you know, natural immunity is better at protecting you than a vaccine. So nobody's talking about that. Like once you get it, your body develops those antibodies to protect you in the future. Like, right like what your body is supposed to do, your immune system is supposed to do. And if you have that natural immunity, why would you make somebody get a vaccine? So recently the health commissioner in New York, they came out with a new commercial because now they got to like, oh gosh, people are smart. They know things. Mm -hmm. We got to combat this. He was like, the vaccine um, is especially important for those who've 
had COVID to boost their immunity, right? Because you already have that natural immunity. Mm -hmm. So now they're saying the vaccine is going to make it better. All of a sudden now, this is, this is like the past couple of weeks. I'm like, this guy, if he, oh, Jesus help us. And I'm just like, and people are going to eat that eat up. It up. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Cause you're the health commissioner. Like, but we're not going to take into account that you probably are getting paid by these companies and these, mm-hmm. these governing bodies to say this. But what do we know? You know, my brain works. And what my mom, my mama and my daddy be telling me, my daddy used to tell me, my mom still tells me is that the one thing that nobody can take from you is your brain. Mm-hmm. It can take lots of other things from you, but they cannot take away your mind. And mine still works. And I try to utilize it from time to time, even though sometimes it don't sound like it because I can't think about words, but they be lying. <laughs> and I know that. And they be putting on because they're trying to, you know, use fear to drive us to make decisions. And I am not a puppet and I will not be manipulated. So this is going to be a no for me. I agree. Oh, anyway. Okay. I think we already talked about employers requiring employees to be vaccinated. I'm like, okay, no. So I know quite a few people who were like dead set on not getting the vaccine. And they have been like wearing their masks and taking their, you know, immunity boosters at home and, you know, the natural stuff and, you know, taking precautions. And then we're met with, if you don't get vaccinated, then you'll be fired. Yep. Why? I think this goes right back to violating people's rights and violating people's bodies. And I think this is a load of bullarchy. What do you think? I 100% agree. Like, how are you going to threaten? But that's the agenda. I'm going to threaten your livelihood because I yep. know there's so many people here who are living paycheck to paycheck or yes. who aren't in the top what are they? I don't know if they're still the one percent or who you know who don't have a whole bunch mm-hmm. of money, right? And you need your job, yep. and you put them between a rock and a hard place. It's like, well, I have to I have to keep a roof over my head. Mm-hmm. I have to keep food mm-hmm. or whatever. And you go and do this. I think that's so evil, yep. malicious, vile, um, satanic, and all the other bad words. Yep. I think that is because. At this point, is like I said earlier, people believe what they believe. Like, I really believe this is going to help us. Mm-hmm. At this point, you're part of the agenda. Right. Because these organizations are going to be fined if they don't. I was just reading an article that says, you know, people who, organizations who don't, and companies who don't comply, they're going to be fined thousands right. of dollars. So they're like, well, this is my company. Mm-hmm. I got to keep a roof over my head too. Right. So now I have to do this. And it's just like, it's so effed up and wicked. I just, my employers did the same thing. And I told them already like, okay, if that's how y'all want to be, then how, you know, Arriva Darechi, Riddens, whatever you want to call it, because you can't force me to do something. Number one, be part of a lab experiment. Now that, now that it's approved by the FDA, because I said, let me just wait until it gets approved. I want to, I want to know some more. I need data. That's, that's what I do. I'm a data And I still am not comfortable with it because something's not right. When you have to try to bribe people. Or people, <laughs> I mean, Girl, right? I'm about to run around this room. <laughs> right? <laughs> Something is not right about that. It don't, yeah, the, the mm, it ain't right. So they're doing that. They've 
implemented it as of Monday. If mm-hmm. you're not vaccinated, you cannot enter the building. So I was like, oh, let me go clear up my office on Sunday because mm-hmm. I mean, I had already cleared it out earlier this year because of something that happened, like for the most part, but I still mm-hmm. had looked at the things there. I went and got everything like y'all not keeping my lights all, you're not keeping my napkins, like no, random stuff right. you don't need. <laughs> I got my nope, it's mine. I want my lotion. Everything got cleaned out. And all that's <laughs> left is if somebody needs to come and take over, you know, if I leave, whatever. Right. The office is ready. I cleaned it up. The desk is ready and clean, but they did that as of Monday. Mm. So I was like, I need extra time. And right. I asked the person to whom I was reporting. She was like, I don't care. Is she was like, if it's all to me, you can be remote. But she was like, I gotta run it up the mm-hmm. thing to check. Now I'm reporting to somebody else who is, I mean, he probably swimming in the Kool-Aid. Um, <laughs> like backstroke I see him doing the backstroke. yeah like i see him doing it and he's like well you know you know because they were like we got to go in three times a week they're gonna mm-hmm. have like a hybrid model and i was like you know our teams have been remote for two years almost right clearly it's, it's doable well you know and y'all ain't lost no money they, so, like we're still we're y'all still saving money, huh they selling they saving money they done sold a whole building that's me welcome of right and he was like, well, you know, just pretty much for optics, just to go in and support your team. I'm like, if the team is not there, because they don't need to. Come on, somebody. I need to be there. But they're going to force it. Everybody's going to have to go back. Mm. And they don't need me there. They were like, if for any in-person meetings, they were like vendors, anybody who comes in the building, even if you come in for a meeting, you cannot enter unless you're vaccinated. I was like, oh, okay, well, if that's where y'all want to go, when we go back to the office, once they have the, the full comeback if they don't let me stay remote longer because I just I have that right to wait right then I'm ready like I am already prepared to be like all right deuces and I'm like I'm not gonna quit because if they terminate me I might get a severance so I'm hoping mm-hmm. that severance <laughs> absolutely and you should because you one you have no reason to, to quit and if they fire you then you probably got cause but that that's no and that's whack and i'm sorry that you're having to deal with that i'm not worried about it they're like we will terminate you if you do not get vaccinated so come on site all right cool and it's a it's one of those at will employers right i mean and, and most of them are at this point but even still like even at will you have to have a reason like mm-hmm. you have to have something documented but i'm so sorry when you said that you had all your stuff together it made me think about that Cat Williams comedy when he talking about he was he they had um, asked him to do some comedy special and it pissed him off because they were making like racist jokes and so he went to his um he went back to his um, room call that they go to to get the green room the wardrobe the war there wherever the little I forget God damn it dressing room dressing room oh my god. We are smart people. Anyway. How many degrees between the two of us? I mean, it's okay. It's just fine. <laughs> I'm like, they went back to the place where you put the clothes on in the room. Anyway, <laughs> he went back to his dressing room and he said he was back there fucking up all the things he could afford. He was throwing paper cups and napkins. <laughs> he didn't want all he could afford. <laughs> yeah. 
that's what that made me think of when you were like, I went and took all my things that belong to me, like my life, saw my nap, because you were like, I'm taking all the stuff that I brought. Don't don't try to bill me for no shit because no, I ain't taking no company stuff. Right, no company stuff, and you won't benefit from my things. Right. <laughs> it was like I was throwing paper cups and napkins across the room. I was like, I've been there. I feel that. But yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. And that sucks. And people suck. And I, they shouldn't be able to do that. They shouldn't be able to mess with people's livelihoods and mandate that they do something. This word mandate is going to be like the bonus word of this episode. But like, they shouldn't be able to mess with your livelihood and say, if you don't do this thing that you're obviously not comfortable with, then you won't be able to continue to t- take care of yourself. Because that was the whole reason that they rushed us out of this um, shutdown was because the the government the the government couldn't survive without the economic contribution. However, if they would have waived all of these like payments for things that we really don't need to pay for, like rent or mortgage and insurance, insurance <clears throat> right, girl? <laughs> let me tell you how my insurance premium went down because I'm not dropping as much. Hallelujah. Anyway. But if they would have taken, um, you know, put all that all of that stuff on pause when they shut us down, people would not have been stressing about trying to go back to work because we wouldn't have had to, you know, trying to figure out, well, they're going to put holds on my credit cards or they're going to come pick my car up. Or if every if everything would have shut down during the shutdown, people could have sat at home and focused on their health and recovery for the good of themselves and the good of the nation. And then we could have came back and went back to business as usual. But no, motherfuckers want to be greedy. That's why we're here. Because people are greedy and they're reckless. And y'all aren't doing what's right for the for the country. Y'all trying to hold on to the money and be greedy. Mm-mm. Greed, yes. So what are your thoughts about how this will impact travel in the interim and the long term? Well, my thoughts are aligned with what's happening now. They're already talking about, um, I don't know if you remember, was it earlier this year or earlier last year, like interstate travel? They were like, if you travel from one state to another, especially to like one of those high risk states Mm -hmm. that you have to quarantine yourself for two weeks. And I just knew this was coming. Like I had a, I shouldn't say I knew what I thought this was coming. Like they were going to have like checkpoints on the interstate people Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, where are you coming from? Let me see go that way or to make sure you go home putting tracking whatever but even travel now they're like people who are these idiots what is new york what what is wrong with these idiots mm. these idiots in new york are um pressuring or they put forth a bill if that's what it's called for biden to sign in order to mandate vaccinations to get on airplanes Oh my gosh. I think Canada has done it. If I read that correctly the other day, if I read it correctly. Um, and I'm just like, can y'all like wait until like, cause you know, I got a trip coming up. <laughs> That's so selfish. <laughs> no, it's not. And I no. can't be driving. That's far. Like it'll take me two weeks. Just to <laughs> Who you telling? But yeah, so that's how I think, um, I think that will be the impact. If people don't stand up and fight back mm-hmm. hard enough and long enough, they're going to do it. And then you're going to need a vaccination passport to get on a train, get on a bus, get on a plane, which is what they are trying to implement now. Um, 
And then long term, that's a good question because I was thinking, I'm like, eventually this is going to die down. Eventually right. it's not going to be an issue. Are they still going to require it? And those people who, not necessarily anti-vaxxers, but people who are taking their time to make an informed decision, mm-hmm. will they be able to be like, okay, yeah, you didn't have to do anything, but now the coast is clear, you can move freely. Hmm. So I'm wondering how that will play out. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I also thought they were going to be doing the checkpoints. I was... I thought it was about to be some like end of the world type shit about to be going on around here. Like if you're not from this state, then you can't come through here without proper documentation. I thought like, that's what I thought we were headed toward. Um, And also, I don't think that that would have been the worst thing. I just, I I think that if, if, like I said, if if we take some extremes now, then we can minimize risk and loss of life down the line but like you said with the government you could give them an inch they'll take a mile and that's so sad but it's true and I am I've just been like Jesus sorry I've been waiting for the world to open back up because I I miss a vacation (laughs) I miss going places and it's so sad because I feel like I'm the only person in the world my family, rather, my little family in here is on, on people in the world who aren't living normal life. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know the last time I did, like, a gathering. And, like, one of my cousins just got married yesterday. And, like, my whole family was here. And I was like, all right, y'all be blessed. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I have um, my uh, my. My other side of my family is coming down because my nephew has a huge football game and they're all going to, you know, get together and barbecue. And I was like, y'all be blessed. (laughs) I can't like, I can't until the groundhog comes out the ground and says it's going to be two more weeks of winter. I can't come out. Like, just, but I miss, I miss social gatherings. I miss traveling. I miss going on a plane. I miss airport lounges. I just, I miss it. I miss the small thing. I miss going different places. I miss people. Mm. Like, like, I'm, I, I miss people a lot. I know, like, my mom wants to see, you know, my son. And um, I'm just like, like, are you, I don't uh, I don't know how that feels. Like it's just, I and I mean you you're you're like that anyway with babies, you know, even before COVID. But like now, even more so because I'm just like, um, I don't want you bringing whatever you got outside inside to yeah. my fresh newborn. Absolutely. So it's just it's it's a scary time and it's frustrating. And I really wish they would have just done it properly the first time we shut down we would not be here but here lies the issue yeah (laughs) people can't take it i can't be in my house for two weeks really honey that at first that little shutdown was everything to me i was like cool a little much needed r&r you know my my husband and i were like passing ships in the night anyway and i was like cool we get some one-on-one like this is cool we get some time and then that month turned into two months. And I was like, so when you, 
when you leaving? <laughs> when you going back to work? That'll <laughs> <laughs> be like I said. I still I still enjoy him and you know and stuff. But we were just like, okay, I thought this was gonna be short lived. What, ha- <laughs> what happened? Like I said, a lot of people's relationship did not make it. I know one of my friends, her and her boyfriend were living together when COVID first started and they did not make it four months in. They were like, this is not going to work. So they're still dating, but they just live apart because they were like, this cohabitation is a no. Wowzers. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I mean, when you're alone, alone, alone and you in that space, some shit comes out. And either makes you stronger or breaks you up. You see, we had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> that happens to pregnancy. But... All right. Um, how long do you think it will be before we are able to get a reliable system in place where people can return return to a level of normalcy? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> because there's an agenda behind this, in my opinion there are things that they have to get in place mm-hmm. for their first part of their plan. Like this has to be in place so that they can move on to the next part, the right. next phase of their plan. So I don't know how long that's going to take them. Um, and also the people fighting back, like how long are we going to be, have the energy mm. to just I like, no, we're not doing this. So we thought it was going to be a year initially. No, I thought when it first happened, I was like, August, we're good. We're going to be back to the normal one last August. And it just kept going out now. Now, and here mm. we are now next, a whole other August has passed by. So I don't know, it could go into next year because you know, these variants that they keep making up, be popping up, doing an electric slide on in. And I'm just like, how, why? Yeah. I'm confused. Mm -mm. so I don't know what about you I and this is just my guesstimation I think that we're going toward another lock or shutdown that's Mm -hmm. my I think that we'll be shut down again by the holidays that's Mm -hmm. my thing my thinking and if that happens I, I think a second time then they'll have to seriously look at like even doing it right this time and so my hope is six or seven months before we're able to like start seeing things get back to a level of like quote unquote normal normal where it will be safe again for us to go out the house and we won't have to run back in the house to say hey I need a mask for like a year I think so this time next year we'll be moving around freely that is my hope that is my thought I hope so. But you know, there's going to be some people. I know. And then my, so my follow-up question was, you know, does this, do you think that there will have to be, uh, the masses will have to be vaccinated in order for things to go back to normal? I don't think that the masses will have to be vaccinated. Like I said, if we go down, if we do the shutdown right this time. I think, so I guess, if you believe that this is a real issue, <clears throat> and I say that, oh my gosh, I don't, I think it's real, obviously. Mm-hmm. Let me say it different. If you believe that there's an agenda behind mm-hmm. 
what's happening and why we're still going through it, then I personally think that part of their agenda is making sure the masses are vaccinated with right. whatever they're putting them. So for part of to move to phase two of their plan, yes, we got to, everybody, that's what they're saying now, right? Like at first it was like, oh, it was 60% or 70%, he said. Mm-hmm. And now they want more people to be vaccinated. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. but in a, in a just society, when you look at things critically, mm-hmm. no, everybody shouldn't have to be vaccinated for it to happen. Everybody doesn't get the flu shot. Right. I'm not calling it a vaccine. The flu shot. Yes. So it matter what happened to the flu. It just disappeared. Or they're not talking about it anymore. Woo. You remember every year, every year around the same yep. time. Flu, get your flu shot. And now it's like, did COVID eat it? Girl, I'm asleep. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <she's> like <laughs> I own you now. Like, what happened? It's like, like <laughs> what did COVID do? Like, does it not exist anymore? <laughs> You don't hear about it. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. That's funny. But yeah, I, mm, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. So I guess the masses would have to be vaccinated in order for it to work. I just, I feel like there's a way around it. I could just be, I could just be being an optimist, but I feel like there's around it, a way around it. So we'll see. Only time will tell. Hopefully sooner rather than rather than later, though. Yeah. All right. And my last question is, what has been the most inconvenient thing for you in the past few months as it relates um, to COVID? Yeah. Just not being able to, having a hesitation. Like when I go out, like I'm, I'm finding myself holding my breath because I don't, even though I have a mask on with my filters and everything, I still be holding my breath because people still want to get next to you and socialize and be like oh hello what is your name i love your energy they're not saying that but the, as close as they are to you it feels like they're trying to get to know you um like you're trying to read your aura yeah i'm just like the, back up <laughs> uh, we don't do this here so that's it just being that level of hesitation not being able to just move like go mm-hmm. get in get out and live my life so it's a small inconvenience though in my opinion for me and oh no lies and deceit not being able to visit my family when I wanted to, because I held off a whole year right, yeah. before going back down there. Because um, I was like, I don't want to give somebody something and I might be asymptomatic and you just don't know. Right. So, and I held off and like, that's so stupid mm-hmm. that we have to do that. So that's, that's a major, that was, and that's the whole point. That's the whole agenda. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> um, absolutely the family thing. And I think it's so great. My oldest sister's always like, you got to die or something. And I'll and be seeing her like, but I don't want to die. Like, I, I don't want to go before it's my time. And especially like when you have small kids, you're just like, I don't want to go before they don't need me. Like you always need your parents, but I'm always like, I want to get them through high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to take myself out of the game before I, I did what I was supposed to do for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I I do miss out on a lot of things and it sucks. Cause like you said, I, like my family gets together and they do gatherings and I don't go cause 
I don't want no bullshit. Like, you know, me and my husband, we stick to stay to ourselves. Like we've missed gatherings on both sides. Um, but I think like the most inconvenient thing kind of in, for me kind of encompasses that. And that's just really not being able to have experiences with my kids while they're little. Yeah. Like their whole life has been inside of the house. They've not been to, like there was a, um, a free uh, fall fair for kids this weekend. And I was like, I would have loved to take my daughter so she can go to the, you know, pick out pumpkins and get her face painted and play in the bubbles and play with other kids. Like we went to the park the other day and we went to the park and there was a thousand kids at the park. So we left Mm -hmm. and we drove around until we found a park that was basically deserted so we can take her so she can still play at the park, but not with a whole bunch of other kids. And so I'm just like, I, I hate that they're not getting that experience. Like I, I want her to learn how to swim. And so they they do swimming classes at the Y and I'm like, I can't take her there because she got to be around other people. It's just, there's so many things that I want to have experience, but I can't because of this situation. And it, it just, that's the most inconvenient thing. Just watching my kids and seeing, seeing that they need and want to experience things that they can't. Itself. And when this time, when the, when we finally do open up, it's just gonna be like, well, they're gonna be together, you know. God forbid, right. thing, but like, oh my gosh, what is this? People, right. people, mom, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and like the other, so she's wearing a mask now. And the other day, we went to the store, and she was just like, she was, she was so amazed to see like other human beings that she was like running into the displays because she was just like oh hu- like other humans like do you see that like, like do, you see, do you see the other humans and like people are like look at her she's so cute walking around with her mask on and they're like hi and she's like like oh. she saw like a ghost or something she's like oh my god people it's so like that and that she's so desensitized to seeing other humans because she's been so sheltered but she's like I said, she she can wear a mask now, so I'm more like open to like take like a, you know I go run into the store yeah. because I can take her with me, and she'll keep her mask on. She's very good about keeping it on, and then when it's time to take it off, she'll look at me and she'll grab it, and I'm like, we're, we're about to leave. But um, just the look on her face is just like shit. Like, is this what I've been missing? It, it, it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. But. So that's the most inconvenient thing for me. All right. Anything else for you for this week's ramblings? Um, do we have time? If you if you want to. I want to read. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry. I don't know. In my throat. <clears> throat> um, a, a passage from Revelations that's tied into here. Do you mind? If not, we can do something else. And I read really fast, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get You're it fine. done. Take your time. So this is Revelations 13, 11. It's called the beast from the earth. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he, he exercises all authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth. 
I'm gonna say that again. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs, which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. Here, where, here's where we're getting. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelations 13, 11 through 17. I read all that to say that spiritually, in my opinion, this is a precursor to um, fulfilling scripture, fulfilling that prophecy that, um, and this is where you talk about mandates. When you start opening that door, you let the enemy in and you give the inch, the enemy's going to take a mile. So <clears throat> do I think this is the mark, the vaccine? No, I think it's a precursor to seeing how it's going to happen and how easily it's going to be able to get done, depending on how we respond. <clears throat> That's it that I think that perfectly ties into what we're talking about. And that was a great um, transition. I love that. Oh, okay. So now like my entire family's downstairs. So, <laughs> all right. Um, that wraps up this week's ramblings. So um, the announcement that I have for this week is that we're going to be adding a say what segment. So um, send your questions in for us to answer them aloud on the show. And uh, Stacey, can you give them our email address? Because I'm because I'm prepared. <laughs> Got to wait for me to find it. <laughs> it's a seat at our table, PB. So a seats at our table, PB. P as in play, B as in boy at gmail.com. All right. So I will put it in our. Um, description as well so y'all can have it there all right let's get into survival skills 101 mine is stay ready so you don't have to get ready and saying thank you can go a long way and with that govern yourselves accordingly thank you for listening to a seat at our table present and black peace